This is Harry On today's show, we talk about the game between the Washington Redskins and the Atlanta Falcons. And we try to figure out what happened after the awesome first quarter. And this is episode 58, and we're live with Aaron, Josh, and John. What? The record is now. It's four and eight. We can still finish with a divided house of cards. That means that we've won half the games we've lost. (laughs) Uh, No, we lost all the games that we lost, dude. Uh. And that just ain't gonna cut. And that wig ain't gonna cut. That wig ain't gonna cut. Um, welcome to the 58th episode podcast of Harry Hog, um, football. And, uh, I'm still trying to decipher what happened in that game on Sunday because what started off as a beautiful thing, um, went sour pretty quickly. What happened? What is that? That's a great big sucking sound. Uh, uh, you can say that again. I guess that sums it up right there. Okay. <laughs> was that the uh, the swish of Nick Novak's Redskins career going down the toilet? It was the swish of his career career going down the toilet. You never know. They might they might bring him back again because he is kind of like a hemorrhoid. They didn't yeah, have him well, on the They put him in the squad. He lost his job. Today to a guy who missed his only field goal. <laughs> How much does he suck? Yeah, but wasn't it like a fifty yarder? The fifty yarder is monumental for a Redskin to kick. We'll get to like game six next year, and they'll be like, "This guy Swisham is sucking. We need to think about a kicker." What's Nick Novak doing? <laughs> and they'll bring him in for like two weeks before they realize that he sucks. Because they don't listen to us and get a kicker in the draft like we already said eight million times. Yeah. The thing that's the thing that's beyond me is they finally listened to what we said and ran the ball a lot. Yeah, the first two drives. Great. Yeah, they, they, you know, Betts had a killer day. You gotta admit. You gotta admit. He, Betts had just that was probably his best game of his career. It was. He had a career day. Yeah. It was a career day. He had uh, 155 yards on the ground, man. I mean, they ran the ball. We saw T.J. Duckett run the ball. Mike Sellers got the ball. I mean, you know, a lot of people got to touch the ball, but, I mean, it, it, it just, what happened? It's like, okay. They got fancy, man. That's what happened. Alex Rogers even admitted it. It sucked. He was going great, and then he was like, oh, well, let me pull out the barrel of the monkeys. Here's what happened, dudes. Everything's beautiful we, now. I got an idea. Let's do something fancy. This is what happened. We went up 14-0. Stop calling the plays after the first two drives. <laughs> That's what well, it seemed like, didn't it? <laughs> well, this is what happened. We went up 14 nothing. We held them on fourth and one inch, and then they went three and out trying to do some long pass and then some stupid reverse, which never works. They've tried it like 800 times. Okay, well, yeah. dude, listen. listen. I like and they never get more than like eight yards. I like Antoine Randall, but but I'm starting to get to the point where when they start giving the ball, I just don't want to see it anymore because it's like 
It's always, oh, Lord, they gave Antoine Randall the ball. Either going to run. Where's he going to go? Yeah, either they're going to run. Some, <laughs> they're going to run some triple reverse here, or he's going to pitch it back to Sellers. Sellers is going to throw it over to him. He's going to flip it off to Santana Moss. Then it's going to go back to him, and then he's going to throw it 80 yards downfield. Yeah, it'll end up being incomplete. Or they'll, they'll end up doing a double, triple, reverse, back, spin, you know, whatever, and get, like, two yards. If you want to use them like that, just let them come across one time. None of this triple, yeah. double, reverse. Give it to him once so he can have a chance to, like, you know, get around before eight people are 12 yards back in the backfield where he finally gets the ball. Yeah, exactly. The funny, funny thing was they tried that fancy play and it failed, and then later on, I think it was, like, in the third quarter, Atlanta was like, hey, we can do that. And Michael Vick somehow made it work. He gets the ball back and ends up running like 14 yards with it or something. Well, this is what happened. They were shutting down the run in the first half, and then all of a sudden Michael Vick threw like one or two good passes and then had a run for like 12 yards. And all of a sudden, every single time, the Redskins would play it as if Michael Vick were going to keep the ball and they were letting the running back consistently just charge up the middle 12 yards like, oh, well, they did hand it off. Yeah, there he it, goes. It looked like uh, Sean Taylor was kind of mirroring Vic for a while. Except every time Sean Taylor, he only tackled him like once. Every time he'd go in and try to make a play, like on a blitz or something, he missed him. He totally got whiffed that once when he was in the open field. Yeah, he, he whipped he whipped like three times in the open field or the backfield. He looked like someone doing a sailor dive by him. <laughs> <laughs> With his hands by his side, he's just like, woo. Dude, what's a sailor dive? <laughs> It's where you put your arms by your side and just dive in head first. Oh, I guess. <laughs> That's what it looked like to me. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. All I know is that we have a kicker who got signed because he missed a field goal. But he did kick off pretty deep to, the, like, the one-yard line. His kickoff got better and better. His first one was deep, but it was low. But then after that, it just got better and better. Um, and he had two points, two extra points. All right, here's another question that me and... Me and Josh were talking about, and everyone else that I've talked to about this too, besides you, John. Um, why? I know I don't want to um, insult Joe Gibbs' genius here with his three Super Bowl rings, but if you need two scores and you get down to the five yard line and it's fourth down, why not kick the field goal and then get the yeah. one size kick? Get the sure thing. Yeah, you're exactly right, and Josh. Yeah, you left a long message on my phone about that. Uh, I think I was I was just too angry to even answer at that point. It doesn't make sense, dude. You keep your hopes alive by hitting the field goal and then trying to get the onside kick. Dude, that's, exactly, that's exactly what I was screaming. Yeah, no, I left you a message. I was like, dude, I was screaming at the TV. I'm like, kick the field goal. I, I just assumed that that's yeah, what was going to happen. I just assumed that's what they were going to do. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Kick the field goal. Kick the field goal. Get the on, kick the onside kick. Get the ball back. Give it to Jason Campbell on his big arm and let him throw it way downfield to Santana Moss or Brandon Lloyd. He's a lot better at throwing the ball. And, you know, with, with unlike Mark Brunel, he's the opposite. Let him throw it downfield. He can get it down there. You know, take the three points that are right in front of you. Dude, I don't know. That was ridiculous. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't, I, you know, I just, the only thing I can figure out is, 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 A, but they were both active, so it didn't make sense to me. If Swisham was in or whatever, what is our freaking kicker's name now? Swisham? Yeah, <laughs> Swisham. Anyway, if Swisham was in. Sean Swisham, sorry. If Sean Swisham had not practiced any onside kick with special team, I mean, he'd only been there a few days if he hadn't practiced that. But they still could have stuck Nick Novak in to do that. He was active for the game. I mean, 
you know, it was a little chip shot for the field goal. Let them take the three points and let's try to get the ball back and get it down and get it in the end zone. We need both scores either way. Dude, Nick Novak didn't have any pants on. <laughs> what do you mean he didn't have he pants on? He was sitting over there with, like, sweatpants on on the sideline. I saw him. He, he was active, dude. He was probably just keeping his, he was his legs active. warm. Yeah, he was keeping his legs warm, but he was active. They, they had both kickers active. This yeah, he was active. He's active right now, all right, looking for another job. Employment. I saw him on Career Builder today, man. I know he's like can kick twenty foot plus yards. Made one last second kick against Dallas. Missed one in that same game. <laughs> it's like, dude. Oh man. What did he end at? Fifty percent, I think. He ended at fifty percent. Dude, I, I have no idea. I think it was one less than 50%. That's yeah. Drew, that drove me crazy, though, man. But Steve Swisham right now is, um, or Sean, or whatever his Sean. name is, he's uh, at 0% right now. He's over. <laughs> Dude, um, I'm going to go right into the kick and the ball award, and um, the honeymoon's over, man. I'm giving it to Jason Campbell. What was that pass, dude, to the fat, fatty lineman? What was he thinking? <laughs> yeah, that, that was a whole lot of WTF right there. That was like, dude, what are you doing? That was you know, it, man. You know what? You know what? Though, you know, if you look at him in some of the uh, some of the other close calls, he sees guys coming a lot of times, and he it doesn't phase him. He just gets the ball. You know, you gotta admit though, in the past few weeks. Um, that's really the first major devastating mistake that he's made. I mean, uh, he, yeah. he did throw two interceptions. The second interception wasn't as like a, you know, yeah, he probably he could have read that better and seen the guy coming across the middle. The, the guy was schooling him. I mean, the guy was reading him the whole time. But, but man, he needed to just tuck the ball and take the sack. I think we all know that. But oh, I think, yeah, I think I he think, knows that too. And he knows that, and that's just part of his learning, part of his inexperience is being having the gameplay. And and you know that only has to happen to you one time. And I think from now on, that's pretty painfully obvious to him that that's what needed to happen. Take the sack, lose the yardage, but you don't lose the ball. I don't know, dude. That still happens to Brett Favre like every week. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, he's, that's Brett, true. he's Brett Favre. You know, he, he thinks I got one more in me. I can get it out of here. Yeah, <laughs> but you know. But anyway, I really don't understand this game because it pretty much went out against our whole um, recipe for success, and it didn't work. And especially, I got to have give my hats off to the whole team. They didn't have any penalties for the whole first half. And they did. Weren't there like two penalties on the game? Something like that. There were three for a long time. Of course, one was on Casey Raybach. Of course, he's got to pick one up every game. Dude, he got a false start. Well, the center get a <laughs> that's, that's what I said, I'm sitting here watching a game, and they're like, they're calling it, and I'm like, Casey Raybach, false start. I said his number before they even said it. I was like, I know it's Casey Raybach. I know I was, it is. I was like, dude, he has, to, <laughs> he has to snap the ball. What did he do? Like, lunge forward and then snap it? I don't know what he did, man. Yeah. Well, they were saying, the announcers were saying that you have to be set for at least a second before you can hike the ball. They said that he moved his hand or something. Oh, yeah, but you know what? They let centers get away with that mess so much nowadays, especially if you're watching, like, the Colts and Pete Manning. The center gets down there, and he's like... He turns his head, like, all the way around. Oh, yeah, and then back. they'll, like, turn around and stop for, like, a fraction of a second and hike the ball. Because they always wait till like, the third or second second of the uh, of the down just to hike right. it. 
and he always doesn't do it in a hurry. They let that go so often that uh, I was pretty nitpicky at that, that point. Well, dude, I also have two other things to point out about the refs slash uh, announcers. One, they didn't show that catch on the sideline again in replay where Santana Moss was calling for Gibbs to challenge it. Mm-hmm. So, right. So I have no idea if he made it or not. Yeah. I didn't feel like rewinding the TiVo at that point. But anyway. I think, I think he I think he only had one foot in. Well, the world will never know because they wouldn't show a replay. And but, second of all. Yeah, Fox Fox did not show a replay on that. They kept showing that one touchdown by what's-his-face like 8 million times, even like 20 minutes after it happened on the Falcons guy. Yeah, I think it was Algie Crumpler. Yeah, where he was wide open because like Vernon Fox or someone blew their coverage. Someone blew it. I don't know if Vernon Fox was supposed to be in that corner because he was sitting in the middle of the end zone. It was just like, ah! I think it was Kenny Wrong. But. I also have one other thing to point out. When the, when what's-his-face, that rookie running back for the Falcons ran like 70 yards for that touchdown, yeah. um, the only reason I noticed this was because Fox actually showed a replay, and they were like, look at this block here, this block, this block, and this block, and he sprung. And on either that second or third block, it was a complete block to the back. And I totally, that's the only reason I saw it, because they circled it on the replay. And I was like, you didn't even say anything about that. But anyway, somehow the Falcons won the game, and I still don't quite understand how. Except for that, the only thing I can think of is that the defense, like like we mentioned before, or I think we did, maybe that was earlier today when I was talking to someone else. Whenever, like in the second half, whenever they... um would run the ball. They just went after Michael Vick and and just let the guy run down the field. But anyway, yeah. Yep. Other than that, I don't know. They should have won. I guess they just got outplayed because. Dude, I know exactly what happened. Al Saunders got all cutesy, fancy, fancy with his play calling instead of sticking with the run that they're awesome at. Mm-hmm. And the defense gave up the huge plays again, just like they did this year, every game almost, and just like they did last year. Always giving up one or two, like, 60, 70-yard running touchdowns or bombs down the field. Yeah, yeah after they held them on fourth and an inch. This is what yeah, this is what Suzanne said happened. She said that at halftime, aliens abducted the real Redskins and put in some scrubs that came out in their <laughs> uniforms for the second half. That's what it seemed like. But well, i tell you, my kicking the balls this week... Um, I don't like to give it to more than one person, so I'm barely going to pick Al Saunders over Greg Williams. But both of them really deserve it. But Al Saunders, he just needs to be cut. He has no reason for being in this in on this team in the first place. He doesn't need to be there. Mm-hmm. Hey, what, what is the I point? mean, there's already there's already like five thousand too many coaches anyway. But you know, that's like number one on the list for next year. Get rid of Al Saunders and like Gibbs and Gibbs start calling the plays again. Or make him like the assistant jockstrap coach or oh, something. Yeah. The question yeah. is, the question so, is, you think I mean, Gibbs wants to call the plays next year? I mean, do you think he wants to do that anymore? He might not want to, but I think he's going to be like, I'm going to have to do it myself because these people can't do it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, going back to Al Saunders, he even admitted it after the game. He was just like, yeah, everything was working great and I decided to, uh, I thought we had a chance to put the game away, so I started getting fancy. You know what I always say? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. Run the damn ball! <laughs> God, Run the I'm ball. about that. Yeah. And, 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 okay, I guess, you know, for my kick, dude, I'm going to, you know, I love the man, but I got to kick Joe Gibbs. I don't, I don't understand why they didn't take that field goal at the end of the game. And for me, that's a big kick to me. I mean, you, they actually fired.
Fox pulled a tight close-up shot on Joe Gibbs, and he was saying, go for it, go for it. And he was pointing, go for it. And I was going, what? What are you talking about? Which is crazy, because a few minutes before, they had to make them a fourth down that they should have gone for, and they didn't go for it. Right. Oh, I know, like with six minutes left. Yeah, right. it's like, you got to go now. I know, dude. That was ridiculous. Yeah, that was absolutely ridiculous. Oh, I don't uh, understand it, man. Um, let's see. Other kickable notes, I guess. Uh, how about how about Brandon Lloyd taking his helmet off and throwing? I mean, I know he was frustrated. At that point, though, he was but probably was mad about though, because someone on the Falcons did the same thing just like two minutes before that, and he was on the sideline, he took it off, and threw it down at the bench, and they didn't call him. Man. Another like nitpicky crap thing, and I well, think that is a prime example of one of the things that's wrong with the Redskins is that they are known for doing stupid. stuff like that now and the referees are looking for it and they're going to call well, that's the even if it's questionable and, and apparently today uh, Joe Gibbs met with with Brandon Lloyd and um, basically you know had a little sit down had a little talk with him yeah. about, his, about his behavior and and, uh, and doing that sort of thing and apparently they're supposed to meet again tomorrow Tuesday and uh, Joe Gibbs basically you know, I was reading this today he said that he wanted to see how Tuesday's meeting goes before he decides whether or not he will let Lloyd play in next week's game against Philly. Why? Because he threw the helmet? Brandon Lloyd was probably just mad because Joe Gibbs went for it on that fourth down, threw his helmet down, and was like, we got to kick the field goal. And that's yeah. why. Yeah, he, he wasn't. I, I didn't see anything about Brandon Lloyd complaining or bad-mouthing anyone. It was more just disappointment because he he's tired of losing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, really Maybe everyone else just needs to get fired up. But dude, but dude, Lloyd. I mean, I don't know. Dude, I think he's probably pretty frustrated. I mean, you know, if we had to, if we had a new thing that we were saying, who's the most frustrated Redskin? I mean, I think there's a lot of candidates. But um, you know, Brandon Lloyd. He's had. I mean, he's had some balls thrown to him. They just can't seem to hook up with anything. It's like. Uh, um, I think he's had like only twenty catches on the whole year. Yeah, but he's getting some ca- he's getting some big ones in there. Yeah, but he's had like yeah. twenty catches for and no touchdowns. I mean, you know, as a receiver, dude, <laughs> you want one of those every down again. You know, dude. I'll tell you who else looked frustrated. Santana Moss was walking around. They showed him yeah. for a few minutes, and he wasn't looking happy. Cooley keeps dropping him and keeps spiking the ball. I don't know, but they need to, like, get it going here and uh, beat the Eagles this week. Yeah, at least that. we got to find that clip because we need to play it for the next show. Which clip? The one from Big Lebowski. Which one? You know, about hating the Eagles. You know, the one that's going to put the, uh, the little red box next to it. Next oh, to yeah, podcast. yeah. The one that makes us put the box next to the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's see what we can come up with. Man, but anyway... Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. I'll go. Yeah, you go first, because I'm always jumping on, on picking the guy that you want to pick first. So definitely, I think it's your <laughs> turn. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give a game ball with Del Bass. That's pretty obvious. I mean, dude, I mean, he was just, he was huge. And you know, and I think I probably um, haven't given him as much, uh, um, you know, thought up until this game. It's almost like the, I mean, this is like his breakout game. You can really see what he, you know what he can do, and it kind of made me wonder. Wonder what Clinton Portis is thinking over there, watching him have this career game. You know what I mean? Um, 
I know. He's probably Wolf thinking, I wish Al Saunders would have run the ball more when I played. Well, yeah, exactly. I'm sure that's frustrating for him to watch. But, I mean, one thing's for certain, dude, Liddell, Liddell Betts is, is starting material for a running back. Yeah. And, and if he's not offered a contract that is lucrative and probably more lucrative than what he's got now, um, because, again, with Port, you know we're going to bring Portis back next year, and that's great, but but that puts Ledettes in the uh, – Ledettes <laughs> into the uh, second position uh, again. You know, they're going to have to pay him pretty well to be able to retain him there. Although, Dan Snyder, you know, may, might reach deep into his pockets and be able to pay Betts, uh you know, more than a lot of starters get paid. You know what? Um, in the words of Danny, why don't we see what we can get for him? <laughs> well, we see what we can get for. I think we're going to have to because I don't think, personally, and I know I'm going way against the grain here, but I would rather have Liddell Betts. If we're going to be a running team like the Redskins should be, I would rather have Liddell Betts in there than Quentin Fortis. Dude, and I would rather keep him in there and do what we can to see what we can do with Quentin Fortis because I think – and it is an injury-prone year, but I don't think Clinton's got as many years left as people think he does because he gets injured every single game. I think every single game. Liddell Best to me just seems like a tough back. I mean, he's gained so much weight since he started as a rookie, and he's he's, he's really hawking it out there. And that's the kind of guy the Redskins need as a running back. They need a hoss. He is. I mean, he gets the ball and he does stuff with it, and it's uh-huh. like. You know, we just had not a chance to see it, and now we're really watching him step up and do it. And I, I just kind of get this feeling that he and Jason Campbell are, are clicking. I mean, you know, in a lot of ways, it's like you watch some of those handoffs in the past few weeks and watch how they've watched the progression, the progression of just the ball being handed off to Beth. And, uh, and you know, it's like first week, I and mean, I think I commented like Jason Campbell like sticking his arm way out there and Beth, you know, doing this. But the timing has gotten so much better, which has allowed Campbell to even, you know, fake a little bit better and sort of thing. Just, it just seems like they're gelling more than than Brunel ever did with almost any of his backs. Are you gelling? I'm gelling. gelling. Are you gelling? I'm gelling. I'm gelling like uh, gelling. Saunders said, I'm gelling. <laughs> I'm gelling, man. Um, man, Al Saunders is cut. Yeah, he's so cut. <laughs> but anyway, dudes, uh, so anyway, that's my, that's my game ball. Uh, going to uh, going to Mr. Betts. I think that's a good choice. Um, um, I think my game ball is going to go to Chris Samuels and Derek Dockery. And now the Dockery report. <laughs> Because they were leading the way. They were leading the way from Betts. Leaping over people to lay down blocks on the next guy. (laughs) I know, dude. He was outstanding. He's starting to be like the new Trey Johnson, I swear. He really is. If they would just keep running the ball, I mean, uh, anyway. So can this officially be not only a game ball, but the Dockery report? And now... The Dockery Report. Yeah, dude, and I don't think he had any penalties the whole game. No, he did. Right. All right, that warrants the music and bringing back the Dockery Report logo, Aaron. You got to do that. Have to. That's right. 
He's come a long way, dude. He's come a long way since we used to joke him his rookie year. Yeah, especially you. You hated him. I hated him, and now I've done a complete 360. <laughs> I've done a complete uh, 180 on I've done a complete 180 on this. I like them now. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Um, no, they were, he was, that was a good choice, man. I mean, he was blocking like crazy. John? Well, I who, think, well, I think nothing. My game ball is going to Rock Cartwright. Because not only did he have that huge block punt at the end, or near the end of the game that the Redskins almost did something with. <laughs> um, to no avail. But, dude, have you guys noticed how well he's been kicking or returning the kicks? Oh, yeah. The whole game. The whole game they started at, like, the 35. And he's been doing that. He's been getting better and better and more consistent every single game. And, yeah, you're exactly right, Aaron. 30 to 35-yard line every single time. Chad Morton never did that mess. No, man. No, man. I mean, man, he's, he's exactly what you need. Someone to put you in decent field position sometimes. He'll bust one up to the 40 or the 45 and really bust it through. Yeah, but he, most of the time he's getting up there to the 30-yard line, and he can't complain about that. Dude, but he's nothing compared to your favorite man, A. Brown, that blows the kiss on the way through. Oh, man, A. Brown. I, I, he, <laughs> oh, man. I, dude, that's not A. Brown. That's R. Brown. <laughs> <laughs> that was R. Brown. And, man, he was he – was, Dude, that's not R. Brown. Dude, R. Brown is Ray Brown, man. You sure it wasn't doo doo? It's A. Brown. Antonio. Well, oh, it wasn't R. U. Brown, Rufus Brown? <laughs> no, well, it was well, some Brown. <laughs> anyway. It was R. R. U. A. Yeah, my game ball goes to Rock Cart, right? Because, dude. dude how many Browns are on the about him maybe getting cut at the end of the or at the beginning of the year, like maybe being in the last cuts, and he's definitely shown that he is he is a Redskin. That's yep. the best way to describe it. He is a Redskin. John, how many Browns were on the team last year? Three. Ray, are you an A? I guess so. Yeah. It looked like freaking Cleveland. Well, which one blew the kiss to Atlanta? I mean, to Arizona Falcons. I mean, Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> it was. Uh, Ah, uh, it was A, wasn't it? A Brown. <laughs> anyway, it was, it was A Brown, dude. Anyway, he's your Brown. favorite player, dude. Brown. It was A Brown. That's what I yeah. thought. Anyway, not I Rufus. Not Rufus, man. Anyway, okay, sorry. Yeah, he got like twice from the team before that. And he got cut again. He was horrible, dude. What's uh, up with all these Redskins? I want to give a shout to a uh, Golston. Oh been yeah, stepping up in uh in the middle of the defensive line. Whereas Alavea has been getting hurt, and uh, Cornelius Griffin's always always nursing some injuries too, unfortunately. Um, Golston's stepping up. Man. He had a huge first quarter, man. He's going to be good next year. Dude, I think so. Didn't Cornelius have a big old uh, blocked uh, pass? pass this week? Golston did. Yeah, he, he he hit a pass. He 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 hit a pass with his mitts. <laughs> good time to leave in the air. Mitts up there. Um. Hands up, fellas. I still don't know what happened in the game, though. But anyway, so... I, I, dude, like I said, <laughs> Al Saunders got all cute and fancy-schmancy, and the defense gave up big plays. The special teams is actually pretty good. I think, what happened, I think what happened is, like, the players, 
duct taped Al Saunders to a chair in the locker room for the first two drives. And <laughs> it took him like two drives to get out. And they were like, and, and Joe was like, uh, guys, where, where's Al? <laughs> maybe, was, maybe Al was indisposed because, you know, he sits up in the booth. I don't know. They were like, they never showed a shot of him. Maybe he was in the, uh, maybe he was in the can for the first two drives. And they were like, dudes, let's give him some x lax and these brownies before the game, so Joe will have to call it. <laughs> <laughs> so then, he came out and, 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 and he took a whole, he took a whole bottle of ammonium AD in the second quarter, and he was like, all right, Joe, I'm fine for the rest of the game. Fine, I, I'm fine, Joe. I'm fine. I can call my fancy plays again. It's cool. It's all good. It is all good. And then what happened is, is he came back after that fourth and one inch where the Redskins held. And he's like, all right, I'm back, Joe. And he called those three smancy, fancy, crappy plays. And then he was like, oh, I got to go again. <laughs> and then he left and they ran it for the rest of the quarter. And then he came back in the second half. Yeah. He had to get, he had to take one more visit. There you have it, people. Um, the uh, Harry Hog football has figured out what happened in the game. Yep, and it, it's yep, all yep, yep, yep. All surrounds around uh, Al Saunders and a bottle of Imodium AD. <laughs> hey, Josh, is this, is this episode brought to you by Ritapoo? No, it's <laughs> actually brought to you by Doxidan. That's right. Take your Doxidan and the PM for a BM and the AM. <laughs> Doxidan. <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, dude. I think it's about time. Do you hear? Do you hear that music? Yeah, I was about to say. I think I hear the music coming. Or six black quarterbacks in the history of the Redskins. Basically, what it was. And the answer was sent in by uh, Mark, also known as Blood Type B and G. I believe he's from Florida. Okay. And uh, here's the answer. It was Doug Williams, Rodney Pete, Tony Banks. Tony Robinson. That was one game during the scab season. <laughs> and the one that a lot of people couldn't get was Brian Mitchell, the emergency quarterback during the body bag game. Oh. Yeah, that was a good one. I think that was against the Eagles, right? I think so. And, um, yeah, that was Tom's trivia for last week. And, Mark, you you are a, a new winner. Um, this is your first time winning, I believe, for the Tom's trivia. And you win a big... Huge Santa Claus bag full of the same thing the Redskins won this week. Nothing. But anyway, thanks for sending in the answer there. Yeah, man. And um, to everyone else that sent in, and there was what one, two, three, four, five other people that sent in and almost got them all right. And uh, a couple more people sent in to be added to the map. I don't know if I forward that to you or not, Josh, but we need to get them up there. And uh, yeah. That leads us to the question for this week. Sent in by Tom himself yesterday at 10.02 p.m. We got it in just in the nick of time. Name the seven players who, since 1980, have been drafted number one overall in the NFL draft and who have played for the Redskins. Hint, none of them were drafted by the Redskins. Um, so there you go. That was Tom's trivia question for this week. And if you know the answer... Go ahead and send it in to us at RedskinsFan at HarryHogFootball.com. That's H-A-R-R-Y HogFootball.com. For your chance, for your chance to win absolutely nothing. Right, and as we get closer to Christmas, it's important, you know, if you've got that Christmas gift that's hanging out there for somebody you still need to get, if you send that in, you get the right answer. You win a whole lot of nothing that you can give them. So make sure, uh, make sure you go ahead and take a chance at it. Oh, don't forget. 
for all those uh, Harry Hog Football listener fans in your life, go ahead and get them a shirt at the Harry Hog Football store. <laughs> <laughs> Located on our website at www.harryhogfootball.com. That is right. Yeah. And all the all the uh, the bit of money that we get from those sales all goes back into our website because we try to keep it ad free, except for you know Ridapoo and stuff like that. And, and back into the podcast and, and and all that good stuff. So anyway, there's the right on. So go buy a shirt, help us out. Um, I think there's also mugs, coasters, mouth pads, <laughs> mouth pads, baby bibs, you know anything like that. <laughs> Bras, you know. panties. Um, I don't think we have thongs on there. Those, those hot pants that just say Harry Hog on the butt. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know your special lady friends will look super hot in those hot pants. No, seriously. Out there listening. Seriously, Josh put some of those on there and we're like, dude, you gotta take those off. You can't sell those. <laughs> I was like, dude, no one wants a thong that says Harry Hog on it. <laughs> I know. It was like if you do, email Josh because I'm sure they can print one up for you. (laughs) Right up there for you. If you if you're interested in the thong, (laughs) you let us know. We'll put that Harry Hog thong right up on the site. Yeah, but we're gonna joke you on the next podcast. (laughs) We're like Josh. No, we got to draw the line here. No thongs. (laughs) Uh, Anyway. Um, so what about injuries? We don't know anything about uh, Kenny Wright, right? No, they haven't said anything really about the injuries. I know Salovey and Griffith got injured and Kenny Wrong got injured. And, uh, <laughs> and you know. Daryl Pounds got injured. Daryl Pounds, sure, poor Donish got injured. <laughs> Gave up three sacks. So what did we, we end up doing when Kenny Wrong came out? Who played? I think they put a Mike Rumpf. Wait, who played? Out there. Wait, who played when Kenny Wrong was in? <laughs> exactly. Well, what about Sean Spring? Do we expect him back next week? I haven't heard anything. I know he was out because he uh, he regressed in his uh, hamstring injury, I believe, on Saturday, and that's why he did not play. Um, so yeah, kudos to the Atlanta Falcons for victimizing because that's what you should do. No, the funny thing was is when um, Kenny Wrong got injured. John was like, good, now we know that they won't give up a huge long pass because Kenny Wrong's not in there. Because <laughs> I was like, who's going to come in? Who's going to come in? And John was basically like, doesn't matter. They're not going to give up a huge pass now. They can't do any worse than Kenny Wrong is. But they did give up that huge run where Vernon Fox just fell down. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. That's right. That's, what was that's, that? Well, then that's also where Carlos Rogers like, totally turned around the wrong way and didn't know where he was going. He danced a jig for like the last <laughs> 10 yards tonight. <laughs> he was doing like a do si with the guy, man. That was the Redskins giving up that big-ass, huge, long run that they give up every play or every game. And that might have been the play where Sean Taylor did the Sailor's Dive. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it, was, it was festive. It was kind of like one of those old-timey movies where people like dance in the pool and stuff. Oh, yeah, and people, there's someone playing the piano for all the music. And they play that music from, like, what's that English show? Like, Benny Goodman or whatever? Benny Hill? Oh. Benny Hill. <laughs> yeah. That stuff, yeah. Yeah, that. Yeah. That's not what it looked like. Man, I'm oh, glad we man. could laugh about it today, because yesterday we were pissed off. That's why we waited. We're like, no, dudes, let's do the podcast tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Josh oh, was man. like, we need but a date. You know, I mean, pretty much the same. We've said this for two weeks. Season is over, dude. I mean, as far as playoffs go. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, the only, the only playoffs right now are the players who are playing for jobs. 
exactly. everybody, I think. The and best we can do is what? The best we can do is 8-8, eight eight, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, the first announcer I hear say, they're all playing for pride. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think it's going to be? He's an announcer next week, dude. We can do predictions now. Which Who's it going to be? Is it going to be like It'll Dick be Stockton or Brian Baldinger? Dude, no, because it was Brian Baldinger and, um, um, oh, my goodness, I can't pack Summerall. We're a team last week. I know. And I only heard the end of that game, but Pat Summerall, you can tell, he was so pissed off. And I only heard, like, the last two minutes of that broadcast. Wait, Pat but Summerall? He hated Brian Baldinger. He was like, I can't believe I'm with this idiot. Wait, Pat Summerall's out of, like, the Betty Ford Clinic or whatever? Yeah, they brought him back, but they put him on, like, the H team with Brian Baldinger. <laughs> what happened to Kenny Albert? I, maybe they moved him up. I don't know. Or maybe he's, he's moved maybe on to hockey or something. Maybe he got cut. I don't know. I know, Aaron, you said you didn't like the announcers for this game extremely much, but I got to say that Tim Ryan, one of the announcers, did say a nice compliment to the fans, saying that, oh, yeah, the fans here at FedEx Field, they know when to stand up and cheer and when not to. They know their football here. Right. They know when to so, boo, too. Like, that's one thing. I mean, yeah. you know, at the Dallas game, there's some Dallas fans sitting behind us, and they were like, why are you guys booing your own team? It's like, because they, it's because suck. they sucked on that play. <laughs> yeah. You can make things better here. Exactly, dude. <laughs> well, I tell you what, everyone's playing for pride. Jason Campbell has a quote on Redskins.com that says, you have to keep your head up. I guarantee we will fight to the end. And, you know, that was that was uh, Brunel out there. He'd just be like, oh, you know, we're going to keep trying and play for pride. <laughs> fight for pride. Pride and, play uh, $8 million. And, uh, these guys are working real hard, and uh, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll see how it goes. Yep, yep, yep. And we're gonna yeah, play no, for thanks. Pride. And I like laughing, Joe. Play for pride in, yeah. in eight million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, wrong. Oh man. Anyway, dude, I well, think that's pretty much gonna wrap uh, it up for this week. Interesting party. note: if anybody is looking for a uh, Mark Rippin uh, fathead decal, there's one on eBay. <laughs> dude. Oh, dude, I saw that. I was like, what is a fathead? Dude, that's one face I don't even want to see life size, much less, less like bigger than that. Somebody must want it because it's got like, let's see what it's got. Somebody must want it because it has three bids right now. Excellent. Three bids on the fat head. Yeah, and <laughs> hey. You want to put a link, it's about to end if you want to put a link to that one on the website. And if you guys want, and if you guys uh, no, want, got... dude, forget the link for that. We got to sell our Eagles tickets. If you guys want some Eagles tickets, we got them on eBay right now. Look for the Harry Hog logo, and those are our tickets, and you can get them for under face value at this moment. But hurry, because right. the auction ends sometime after noon tomorrow, Tuesday. So also, so. We would also might be interested in a trade maybe for, like, a parking pass for next year or something. You know, for a game or something. Anyway. Anyway, send us an email and tell us what, you, uh, what your ideas are. My idea is that we need to cut Al Saunders. If you can get Al Saunders cut, get Al Saunders cut we will uh, give you our Eagles tickets. Sharp for Adonis. Al Roker. <laughs> Josh loves Sharp for man. Uh, oh, man. Well, I think you guys, have, you guys have squandered enough time listening to us pontificate yeah. on the Redskins this year. We all know that the playoffs are... Just a glimmer in our eye, even if, if that at this point. But uh, you know, they're playing for pride. I think we're going to see a lot of young people step up and 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 show that they they want to play. 
Quickly. Like some of the people out there, you know, maybe Kenny Rong does want to play, but he sucks. So yeah. hopefully someone's going to step up. Um, maybe Reed Doty will step up. He's the one who recovered that that uh, blocked punt at the end of the game. I thought we cut him, dude. No, no he no. came back. There, he's just not been active. Really? And Vernon Fox. <laughs> Might Vernon up. Fox. Vernon Fox, they have one great pass defended, and then he just sucked. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. So anyway... um, yeah, I think that's going to about wrap it up, guys. So, uh, as usual, hail to the Redskins. We'll talk to you next week and have fun at the Eagles game. All right. And if you see Cowboys fans, joke them. Yeah. yeah, just joke them. Yeah, but if you joke an Eagles fan, be careful because they might take a swing at you.